This is the Revolution Fight and Fitness Podcast, Episode 5. Today we caught up with Logan Urban up at the Rev. George and I have been up there getting stuff ready for our reopening. Uh, I've just actually posted a uh, video on our Instagram page, Revolution F&F, and it kind of describes some of the things that we've been up to and our plans for reopening. So today we talked with Logan. We, we kind of dove into the mental aspect of the game um, and the physical aspect, but the, you know, the mental aspect of anybody's game is, is unique to each fighter. So it was kind of interesting to dive in and, and, and see, where, see how he's handled some of the highs and the lows of his career. George and I uh, had that interview today with him, so uh, let's get into it. LFG, baby. All right, so finally back to uh, getting around to being normal again and getting back into our podcasts. And today uh, we have George Calmer, and Yo. joining us uh, is uh, one of our pro MMA fighters, Logan Urban. Howdy. How you been, man? Been really good. Yeah? I've been missing you guys. Yeah? Um, yeah. Well, right back at you. Yeah, man. Just, uh, just been waiting, waiting to get back to business. That's all I've been thinking about. So I'm just, uh, I'm ready to go, man. You've been, you've been training with Ro- Rich, right? Fuck. Uh, Rob. Rich or Rob? Rob. Yeah, Rob. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. He was giving, he was giving me, he was giving me, he was giving me crap the other day in a message. He, uh, yeah. he, so I just want to make sure I, uh, get him on that one. But, Rich, uh, Rob, same person. Rich, Rob, yeah. same, yeah, same guy. <laughs> Um, but yeah. you, you've been, I've seen you've been doing work with him. You've been yeah. doing anything else uh, interesting or unique as far as uh, no, keeping up with your training? Not really, just home stuff. It gets really old real quick. Um, but Rich and I have been, we've been going up to the park a lot, um, hitting a lot of mitts, um, doing what we can with what we got. George joined us the other day. So that was cool. It was we a good time. We were flexing in front of all the uh, yeah, everyone all was the scared. ladies. Everyone yeah, was scared. Everyone was scared. <laughs> everyone ran away. You know, did George was he able to figure out how to keep the mitt on his hand for long enough for you? You to know, hit it? I won't lie. Like the one time it did fly off is when I grabbed it. Thank I you, grabbed Logan. It. Oh. I grabbed it myself and pulled it off because we were doing like the range finder shit, uh, and I just pulled it off. So. I'll let, uh, I'll let that one slide. Thank you. And I, the second one, the sun was in my eyes. So yeah, I guess yeah, the sun was in your eyes. My, no, I need it. If you look at no, it, it really was. the shadows, yeah. We were like going like, in a circle. I was like, ah, so I just kind of put it out there. Look, yeah. That's what the nerdy kid says when he drops the ball. In, in the, league, you know? the sun <laughs> was in my eyes. It's true, though, because every time we were, like, we were moving around the circle, there was this one spot where the sun just blinded the oh, shit God. out of you. <laughs> So now I have a question. Um, you know what? I'm surprised I don't know the answer to this, but um, I get it. But I don't know how you got it. How did you get Hulk Logan? Oh, that's a great which, question. Which is I, hilarious because it's like Hulk Hogan. Hulk that's Logan. exactly what it is. All right. So <laughs> it's very misleading to all because everyone thinks that I'm like, you know, you think of Hulk, you think of the Incredible Hulk. Right. It's not true. It's not, <laughs> that's not where it came from. That's not where it came from. I uh, I have a... Um, uh, a long-running uh, inside joke with my family in PA, my relatives there. They uh, ever since I was a little kid, uh, my uncle always called me Hulk Hulk Logan. That sounded like Hulk 
Hogan. Hogan. Right. Because at that time, Hulk Hogan was huge. Right. Like, WWE and everything was, you know, the shit. Oh, yeah. So, that's where it came from. That's where it came You know what? I, I like it that it kind of has double yeah. meaning. That, yeah. You know, you could you be Hulk Logan, kind of like Hulk Logan, but then yeah. also... Uh, you know what? I think the one shirt you had made has a green fist on it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I so guess it's like Hulk, it goes yeah, both ways. I could do both, honestly, but the roots of it is like Hulk Hogan. Just switch it over to Logan. We'll just yeah. it's, you, you deleted yep. the H and put it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So your, your next fight, it, it may be a, a conversation on whether you walk out to. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Real American? When he oh, walked out, oh, nice. and instead of taking your shirt off, you rip that son of bitch off oh, right man. outside the cage. That would be pretty sweet. I'm not gonna do that. You, he, uh, Logan has pretty good uh, choice of entry music. What have you picked your last couple? You know, I like to uh, I like to keep it different, but it's mostly always gonna be heavy metal. Um, I like to aim for like, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Slipknot. You did have that Slipknot um, song with the alarm. That was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did Pulse of the Maggots twice, and my dad and I always discuss it before we, before I fight because my dad's he's a he gets it. Man. Oh yeah, he understands. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just really feeling Pulse of the Maggots again. So it was the only song I actually did twice, but every other every fight I try and I try and do a different one. But it's always heavy. It's always got to be heavy. Yeah, I'm so. with you on that. Like, I just want the like the meanest song possible. Yeah, yeah. Like something that gets me going. Like, I was mostly doing Slipknot. Um, like I said, Rage. I think I threw in some Tool one time and whatever else. Uh, Eton Concrete. Uh, I forgot the. I think the the band was Eton Concrete. One of the, they do the song called Mandibles. Is that is that the name of the band? I can't remember. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it was mandibles. Okay. I walked out to that yeah, my very first fight. It's yeah, heavy, it's good. Yeah. It was heavy, man. It's heavy. So Logan, you mentioned your dad, and I know you guys got a real tight relationship, and mm-hmm. your dad's at every one of your fights. I know you guys do a lot of pre-prepping, um, you know, before, mm-hmm. and he is responsible for a lot of your nutrition and stuff too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, tell me. I know that you've got a very tight-knit family. You know, tell mm-hmm. tell me about that and the, the importance that it plays in. Uh, in your career man uh, that's a good question i i uh, don't know what i would do without them honestly my mom is um she she treats it like no other man she, she she's your number one fan yeah she oh, goes man. above and beyond man like it's it's pretty incredible it still kind of blows me away my dad does too he's he's more he's more there to like hype me up and get me going he he cooks for me a lot um you know does a lot of my shopping you know when i'm coming home from the gym and I'm fatigued I don't want to do anything I don't want to cook you know he's always there to help me out mom too um she likes to prep a lot of my meals through the week um you know and just uh I just have a great support system so and my grandparents actually my grandpa as you guys know he loves to come up and watch us do our thing mm-hmm. so he's he's all about it as well it took him a little bit longer to get into it um but he's finally He's finally becoming a big fan. Um, he, did he not watch you? He didn't watch you doing this at first? I don't think anybody did, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody I don't think did. anybody ever does. Families I, never want to see their right, sons or right. spouses dad, or whatever. My dad didn't care. I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dad's like, hell yeah. Get into that shit. <laughs> But mom and uh, grandparents, yeah, they're like, oh, are you sure you really want to do You're that? The baby you know? boy. Like, yeah. You're the baby boy. Yeah. But uh, it worked out, you know. Yeah, you certainly believe in me. Yeah, absolutely. You certainly wouldn't know that from you know today. 
Yeah. You know, that, yeah. actually, you even just even saying it is kind of a surprise because yeah. you know it would seem like as as into it as they are. Yeah. You know that they they were like that a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. But yeah, you know, like I said, yeah. it's it's tough for anyone to watch anybody go into that cage, you know, right. regardless. I was actually telling somebody the other day, and they're like, "How does your mom, you know, deal with you getting in the cage?" And I'm like, "Listen, she she definitely has a hard time, but." As we keep, as I keep going through my career and getting better, she knows my preparation. She she sees everything I go through, and she just believes in what I'm what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know, and so it's a little bit easier for her to get uh, to get into it now and watch. But you know that obviously took a long time. To yeah, get there, to get her but, acclimated but to everything. But she seems like she has a pretty good there. gist on everything going on. Yeah, exactly. So she's come a long way. That's for sure. So, um, you know, speaking of, you know, your career and how, you know, things are going, um, you were in, in 7-0 and as an amateur? 6. 6-0 and six as an amateur yeah. with a title. Yeah. And 2-1 yep. and one as a pro. 3-1 and three and now. 3-1, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah and yeah. We, I mean, we're having, a, and it, which is kind of surprising that you've actually had four pro fights, as hard as it is to I get know. people to get in that cage with you. Um you know, I've told Logan several times, stop posting your training videos before a fight, man. Just can't because help it, guys, man. <laughs> I tell you, they see this, man. And, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, even back when you were fighting, George, if you had a fight and someone was offered up to you, you take that fight and you get in the cage and you fight. Mm-hmm. You know, now it seems to me that it's a lot more people kind of picking and choosing because yeah. they don't want that tough yeah. fight. Yeah, and, and you're in a weird spot, I think, at three and one, where mm-hmm. you know you're in that you you fight a guy that's four and zero oh or five and zero oh next, they're not going to want to take that blemish right. now because they're right. right at the cusp of maybe going to that next step. Right, they're you know? right where they want to be. Yeah, so. yeah. So you know, I mean, yeah, and I know that you know Nikolai deals with this a lot too oh, yeah. because uh, the of his yeah the low weight classes, but. Um, you know, how do you deal with that? You know, to, to prep for as long as you have, and you were, there was one time, I think it was after your last fight, you were in fight camp. That last fight was in March, right? <laughs> a whole year, I yeah. feel. Yeah. I think you started a camp in, in, in May. So, so I fought a year ago um, in Erie. It's uh, coming out a year, I think, Monday, actually, uh, which is insane is to believe. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. That's insane. Right. That time flies that fast. Um, but, yeah, I was... I, I fought him, and then I had that injury, that ankle injury from there, and I had a, some time off, but I remember that period of time where we were looking for fights early September, and then October, November, and then January, and February, just that whole span of time we were just looking for stuff. Yeah, we're, you know, we're looking at, we have, a, we have sheets up here that... That kind of tell our history of all the oh, yeah. fights and the ones that have even been canceled. And looking up at it, we see that Logan and Nikolai and <laughs> Eric fought on the same card. Yeah. Was and that was in Erie. Yeah. And then I'm looking at your name on here. One, only one other time with a cancellation. Yeah. Well, no, sorry, two because obviously this this one you were supposed to fight here very you know in May. Yeah. Obviously that's canceled now too. Yeah. But then you said you had one in the summer also, right? I think you were on that car. We were supposed to be on that car with Lou in August. I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to. Yeah. So you know how do you how do you how do you, you know how do you deal with that? I mean it's 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 got to be nerve wracking to be in in almost a constant state of camp. Yeah. Uh, just for no 
you know, it's kind of a huge letdown. Yeah, know? there's a lot of letdowns in this game. I mean, that's kind of a part of it. it kind of uh, builds your character, though. It does. I think one of the, uh, <laughs> just being where I'm at, you know, I, I do not miss the emotional toll yeah. it takes on you. You know, and I mean, yeah, I don't get it. we're all tough guys here, and it's like, oh, man, I'm just ready to fight all the time. But, man, yeah. it's exhausting. It's just yeah. such a roller coaster, um, you know, having getting those fights and having them not go through and, you know, going through it is just a heap of emotion. So it is crazy, but it's exhausting. Yeah, it really is. I think, uh, I don't know, the more it happens, uh, the more <laughs> you get used to it and everything. But it still sucks. It still, uh, you know, leaves a bad taste in your mouth after experiencing it so many times. But you just get through it. You just deal with it, man. All right, so talking about you know, the mental aspect of this game, you know, you were on such a roll and, you know, you're, you're so dominant in the cage. And, you know, I know that there were other things out there that were affecting you mentally, but let's dig in and, and hit the sore subject of your one loss. Um, you know, Dude. yeah, I know I'm a dick. Man, that hurts, <laughs> man. Just that you brought it up. <laughs> um, you know, I know you were, you were rolling through that fight at the beginning. I felt, you know, you, I think you looked really good. You know, the, the one thing and, you know, the one thing that George and I both said before the fight, we were got like, God, I just, he's got to keep that left up. Let's hope to God that right doesn't just come over top, mm. you know, and unfortunately that is what happened, you know? So run me through, run me through the fight, and then run me through the the, the aftermath of you know what you went through. Yeah, thinking back on it, it, it was a it was a pretty tough experience. Um, that was that was one of the hardest things I've ever went through um, because looks are very deceiving. Um, you know, I everyone tells me, you know, I came into the fight looking good, but man, I'll tell you right now, I did not feel good at all. I had a really bad weight cut. Um, just a bad second uh, way in mess with you. Yeah. That was the first time we experienced that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I hate making excuses and everything, but that that played a huge factor in how I felt and that you know leading up to it in every just, way. And just real know. quick, just so everyone knows, if you're if you're not familiar with kind of the the, yeah. the pro rules um, in the state of Ohio, for the most part, I think that you, we got that wave for your last fight. But yeah. um, a pro fighter has to weigh in the day before, which mm -hmm. is standard and typical. Mm -hmm. But then they have to weigh in again the next day, and it's uh, for a hydration rule yeah. that they can't add more than what was it's, it? It's uh, 13 pounds for uh, classes above 55, I think. I believe. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, so like six or seven sure. under. Yeah, so if you're like a, you know, uh, I remember Mod, when Mod fought, I think he had like a seven or eight pound limit to re-weigh in with. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, 13 pounds, uh, it's not And you're a, a hog. You're, 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 you're heavy the next yeah, day. Yeah, I, I do put a lot of weight back on. I usually get up like maybe 20 something pounds back from 170. So I, I typically will get in the cage at like 190 like a range of 190 to 195. Um, I know my one last year in May, I weighed 196 when I got in there. And then the, the one rec I recently had in March in Columbus, um, I was 191. So uh, I put a lot of weight on, but I was a little bit more trim. I was in the best shape of my life for that one, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the loss, I, it was... You know, it sounds cliche to say, but it was the best thing to happen to me in my career. I mean, it really, it really opened, um, uh, opened a lot for me. Um, 
I, I, I learned a lot from that that I, I know I wouldn't have learned from a win. Um, you know, it's the weight, of... the weight thing is, was a big, was a big thing. Learning that and managing that better was, uh, was one of the biggest lessons I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I know for me, I don't know if you felt this way, but, uh, for me, and again, talking about the emotional yeah. part of MMA, um, <clears throat> I didn't realize how taxing it was trying to protect that lost column. And then it just seemed like once once you once you took it and you know you got that notch in there you take that loss like a man and you move on. But now yeah. you don't feel like you have to protect. You, well, listen, not that like I ever wanted to lose, but I just didn't feel stressed out like trying to right, right. protect that lost column. Right, right, yeah, hundred um, percent. Now I don't mind talking about it at all. But back then, man, it was like it just it made me feel so so bad inside. I never I didn't even want to think about it. But you have to uh, you have to face those things head on and. That's what makes you better, you know. You can always keep moving forward, and that's exactly what this game's all about. Honestly, you just those that are so persistent and just keep going despite, you know, your your losses, your wins, whatever, getting knocked down, shitty days of training, good days of training, doesn't matter. You just gotta keep going. Right. Consistency. Yeah. Exactly. So, on a upper on a on a higher note, you're you're on a two win winning streak right now. Yeah. Um. Both of your performances, um, I felt, were for the most part, especially this last one, um, for the most part, flawless. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you've developed so much, and uh, you know, to see, you know, even even your ground game. I mean, you know, people watch you spar, yeah. and you know, even MMA spar, and, yeah. and Logan's back doesn't ever touch the ground. Mm-hmm. He, Logan doesn't get on the ground. Logan, yeah. <laughs> he he wants to take the guy and and knock his head off. Yeah. And your last fight, that wasn't the case. I think you you saw an opportunity. Yeah. And you kind of changed your game up a little bit. I did. Yeah. I uh, I was a little. Uh, I don't want to say hesitant on the feet. I was just trying to be really tactical because I knew he was a good wrestler. So I like to pressure a lot. I like to push people back to the cage. Um, to try and find an opening to where I could tag him. And I didn't really feel like that was necessary with this kid because, you know, I could push forward and be really aggressive and he could get right under my arms. He did it a few times in the first, second round, uh, first and second round, but, um, you know, I just, I, I got out of it. But, you know, in general, that's what I try and do. But for this one, I kind of stayed on my back foot and I wanted him to shoot. And I tried to throw some knees up high. I tried to throw a few uppercuts. But uh, he got he he got past a few of them, um, caught him with some good shots. But he was tough. Um, didn't get that elbow off. Though. I didn't get the elbow <laughs> off, man. I I tried. I, I sensed him coming a few times. And I tried to throw it out there, but it just nicked him. It didn't really connect too hard. Um, he was a little deceiving, so that's that's why the striking was a little. It was good. I felt good. Um, I put some damage on him, but nothing that. Uh, that's like something that I usually do, I should say. Yeah, your um, patience, your patience yeah, so in that was very fight patient. was 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 very good. You yeah, know, even when you felt like you were getting yourself in trouble, you would just break away. Yeah, get that hand yeah. out, create yep. that distance, regroup, and yep. then start start from scratch, as opposed to putting yourself in a bad situation. Right, exactly. Even watching him, I think I was having a hard time with his timing. I don't know what he yeah. was doing or what. Uh, yeah. I could tell you what he was doing, actually, and I, I rewatched it a few times because I was just like, in the middle of the fight, you know, that fight IQ, you got to like, it's it's hard to have sometimes with those awkward guys, mm-hmm. but being able to switch it on the spot and like catch them with whatever they're doing, it's, it's like almost impossible. But 
this kid, what he was doing, he just kept switching his stances, like, back and forth, but without even any, like, <laughs> warning. Like, he would just do it, and I'm like, oh, there goes my counter there. Oh, there goes my counter there. You know, he, th- he threw, like, even some high kicks at me, and I'm just, like, not expecting this. So I didn't know how to return off him. The best returns I would have was uh, whatever you would throw. I'd throw a 2-1-2, two, two, and then a, a, a high kick, a, a right uh, high kick to his head, and those were landing really good. But that's like the only return I really felt was like good. I couldn't, I couldn't smack him to the couldn't body. Couldn't dig in really anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So I was just having a hard time with that. But again, I was thinking of that, and then also him trying to wrestle me. So I was just being really patient, like you said, Coach. Um, you know, it worked out though. I I was happy that I could actually show that I like to snatch necks, just like. George, <laughs> you know it's it was a good feeling because I do have a lot of Amy wins as, with as uh, uh, with subs, so it was it was uh, it was good to get one as a pro. All right, so I know we were playing around, having a little bit of fun at the park uh, with the mitts the other day, and oh, yeah. um, great time. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I assume I hold mitts just a little bit different than uh, Rich. Rich was doing a great job though. Oh yeah, you guys he was. both. Yeah. Um, but we were working some different elbows and some different tie techniques. Oh, yeah. um, what is there any new striking techniques that are really uh, tickling your fancy or really uh, you know got your interest as of late that you're trying to develop into your game? Yeah, definitely more elbows. Um, I'm getting more comfortable with elbows. Um, I'm not saying I wasn't comfortable with elbows, but I'm just starting to feel like almost like how I do boxing work with with Tim all the time. It's like I'm just getting so comfortable with throwing you know threes of the body or you know like shovel hooks and like stuff that I never really threw before it's just becoming natural like I, I find myself throwing it without even thinking about it right where you're just starting to react to it now yeah, instead of yeah. thinking about it same thing with elbows I want to do that too even spinning elbows anything any setup um, when you get when you're closed in with somebody you know in the in the phone booth and you're you're exchanging and stuff perfect time man so I feel really comfortable with it and I want to I want to work more of them into my actual like normal combinations so definitely some more elbows for sure that's that's exciting yeah i have fun, I have fun working with you when, when logan and i are working together we start to build combinations up yeah yeah you know, we'll we'll say okay well you, you obviously logan's two is is you know his kind of go-to punch he's gonna mm. set a lot of things up mm. with that but he, uh, you know, so we'd say, okay, if you land the two, what's the reaction of the guy going to be? Right. And what's the next step? And mm-hmm. we, we build onto that. We've got, I think we've got two or three, 10, 15 oh, yeah. <laughs> punch combinations <laughs> along with kicks. And we had that whole the board. Down, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that kind of stuff and, you yeah. know, play around with it. And, uh, you know, your, your elbows, holding elbows for Logan, if, if nobody's ever really experienced it, it it's it's terrifying yeah because <laughs> that you know you hold mitts for logan that elbow comes within inches of your face and if you forget that part of the combination it could be it could be a little bit terrifying yeah yeah i know uh for me recently i've been excited like watching and like i don't know for some reason i just dove into this huge like andesanya wormhole yeah and uh just like seeing some of those uh you know hook kicks or like you know marsh you know traditional martial art karate like kicks that you know luckily we have uh you know coach marv who's a you know uh karate point sparrer and then eric has that background as well but uh i think it's just interesting seeing that 
you know, come around and seeing it be effective as well is, is exciting for me. So I for think sure. we're going to be working that a little bit more in class. Yeah, they're really deceiving. I mean, those are those are not your typical shots that come at you all the time. So a lot of guys, if you don't train for it, chances are they're going to land on you pretty good if, if you fight someone who's pretty good at it, you know. So. Right. You know what I always I find inspiring, and I believe um, um, it was Rose and then – Forgive me, you might uh, have to help me out with the last name. Namunas, and then she uh, fought Johanna, oh, Joe Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yo, Joanna, Joanna, and then um, Rose, the Fred girl that Rose. shaves her head. Fred yeah. Rose, yeah. So, like, Joanna has this just beautiful Muay Thai, but that's right. what it is. It's just straight Muay Thai. And right. I just remember her and her coach, I think maybe on Joe Rogan, they were, they were just talking about how it made her very predictable. Yeah. So, Rose, who has, you know, Muay Thai and, you know, the point sparring karate and some other martial yeah. arts was able to mix it up change the timing and make it a little more difficult to predict and block yeah i yeah. think that's a really interesting concept yeah it really is i mean when you're when you're very one-dimensional on the feet i mean it's easy to pick you apart especially from mma you know mm-hmm. like you just you know i i believe when she got knocked out by um rose was just her like closing the distance and like throwing good boxing combinations on her and eventually just caught it caught her because in Thai, I mean, you're going to get guys that can throw everything, but they love to throw more kicks. They love to throw more elbows. They love to do that kind of stuff instead of just, like, that pure boxing. So you mix the two, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But if you close the distance on them, and if they're really tight in their guard, the, you know, those those punches come around. So especially when you put them together. That's what happened in that fight. Cool, cool. Hey, um... Logan, thanks for coming in. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. We, uh, I'm, I'm releasing today, which could be actually tomorrow by the time I get the podcast out, but mm-hmm. later on today I'm releasing the uh, um, announcement about our reopening of the Rev and when we're going to do that. Yes. Um, how excited are you for that? <laughs> man, I wish, I wish you guys could see my face right now I get, listening. I, I give messages from Logan with little Canelo God, videos man. like almost every day of, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to yeah. do this. I'm like, dude, I'm just, <laughs> I'm be just busy. itching my knuckles, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. I'm just ready to get back to business, you know, back in the camp and uh, let's keep the ball rolling, man. Oh, yeah. When do you, you, when do you, when do you anticipate? fighting again i mean i know that that's Man. a really odd question at this point I, but yeah I'm, I'm assuming the the probably the most accurate answer is as soon as somebody will let you go in a cage with somebody <laughs> and that's probably the best answer we can give right now if it's tomorrow exactly it's tomorrow if it's next week it's next week if it's right. next month it's next month honestly i feel still feel like i'm in really good shape we've been doing a, a lot of mid work and we do a lot of rounds and i still feel like i'm i'm hitting hard in the last rounds just i'm still feeling great you know so um, I'll be ready as soon as uh, I get the opportunity. I can guarantee that. Awesome. That's for sure. Very, very cool. Well, guys, thanks for uh, taking the time, and we'll uh, talk to you all later. Peace. 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 So that does it for Episode 5. Um, like I said, uh, the video that uh, describes what our reopening is going to look like is up on our Instagram page. It's Revolution F and F. So go check that out. We will uh, be talking to you all very soon, and we're looking forward to it. Making some upgrades to the gym, making sure everything's cleaned up, making sure that we're abiding by all the rules. 
So it's been a uh, it's been a unique experience to say the least, and it's about time that we get in there and uh, start working again. We'll see y'all soon. Take care. Thank you. <laughs>